Welcome to the Brood Life Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Hall. So grab a cup of coffee, plug in your headphones, and let's have a conversation. everybody welcome to the brood life and we are back and continuing our conversations talking about obstacles and overcoming obstacles and i have another uh new friend a new guest with me on today's episode and uh before we get started in our conversation i'm just going to give her an opportunity to introduce herself to the listeners and then we'll get going from there well uh my name is lonnie woods i'm from los angeles california i am an avid avocational OCR racer, which is obstacle course racing. So we're talking about getting over obstacles. Um, I'm also an ultrasound technologist and uh, the director of a nonprofit organization that has just been founded here in LA. Um, right now we are going in different various communities and trying to make things better for these kids during COVID. Uh, I'm a mom of two, and I also have a podcast called Unrelenting Humans. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, so as we're talking about obstacles and uh, things that we have to overcome or get through, uh, thinking over the different obstacles in your life, what's an obstacle or obstacles that you've had to face in your life, and how did you overcome that, those obstacles? Um, well, I have had to uh, face a lot of obstacles in my life. Being born in poverty and living in South Los Angeles has been an obstacle in itself. But um, a more recent obstacle I'm still getting over right now currently is uh, during a race, I uh, did a flip off of an obstacle and I uh, suffered a complex injury to my leg, which a uh, tibial plateau avulsion fracture, an ACL rupture, an MCL partial rupture, calf tear, and many bone contusions. Wow. So I had to be in a cast for six weeks and then go to physical therapy to get my range of motion back. And then after two months of that, I had to have surgery to reconstruct my ACL and go back to physical therapy. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to say I got over that, but I'm actually still going through that. Cause uh, if anyone knows an ACL injury is like um, a season ending injury. Like it used to be more of, it could be a career ending injury for some athletes. But now because of surgery and stuff like that, you can still play sports after, but it takes like a year to really recover from that. And sure. I had surgery in February. Okay. And so I, you mentioned obstacle course uh, racing. What got you into the obstacle course racing? It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, so I'm not like a pro racer. I just got into it. Like I've been a runner since I was a teenager and I go to the gym and stuff like that, but I learned about a Spartan race at a fitness expo that I was at. Um, 
because I like to go to fitness expos just to, you know, see what's coming out and get some free stuff. But <laughs> so I did the little obstacle course race thing that they had set up there. And it was really crazy because I was really good at it, which I'm like always been afraid of heights and stuff like that. Yeah. And so from then on, I just started going and climbing up ropes and on power lines and <laughs> all type of bars and monkey bars and rings and stuff. And um, it's just fun to me running and then the obstacles hopping over walls makes you feel like a kid again, technically. Yeah. And well, and like you said that you were afraid of heights, so like it really caused you to kind of like face some of those fears that you had head on and either you had the choice to either do it or to like back down exactly I think that's the biggest thing because I was afraid to even try the obstacles at the fitness expo at first and so I had to push myself to try them and that pushed me out of my comfort zone and the feeling after was so amazing and I felt so liberated that it made me want to just do it again like I have to get this feeling again so I wanted to see the real race and then I did a real race and it was longer and then i mean from then on it's just i think everyone should try at least one because it totally pushes you out of your comfort zone you're running on rough terrain bunch of people trying different obstacles that most some of them you're gonna fail at and that's good because you need to fail and keep trying and try again it just makes it more sweet like if you try something and you get it your first time it's just kind of like eh but having to work towards it and get over it, it makes it so much more rewarding. So uh, as you've been doing these obstacle courses and like, you know, pushing yourself and getting outside your comfort zone, have you been able to take what you have learned in these obstacle course races and apply them to your life outside of the races? Yes. It has definitely made me a believer in don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Make yourself get out of your comfort zone. The, uh, during this whole COVID quarantine stuff, everybody was pushed out of their comfort zone yep. in one way or another. Yeah. So it kind of uh, prepared me for that in a way where I didn't I didn't freak out like everybody else did. It's like take what comes without complaint and figure it out. You're gonna adapt and evolve and you know repeat figure it out you're going to keep life is just series of different circumstances that you have to keep figuring out overcoming and so um that's what led me to starting a podcast in the first place for me I don't know what what started you but it was having this free time during COVID and then after yeah, after my injury, I started hearing so many people's stories about having injuries. And so I just wanted to talk to people more. And I was afraid of talking to people, but now I do it every day. <laughs> yeah. And I, I started my podcast a little over a year ago. So pre COVID, but, oh, yeah. um, but yeah, like the same thing. Like, uh, I think I, uh, talked to somebody else about this, uh, on another episode, but just, uh, I don't, I didn't think that I had anything to offer. And like, I was afraid that it wasn't going to be perfect. Like I don't have the right equipment. I don't like, I have to have this, this, and this. And, uh, but sometimes you just have to like do it. And, uh, so when I started, like I literally had a, a pair of, uh, Apple headphones and my phone and I just started recording and doing episodes and just, you know, building a little bit each time from there. But but yeah, sometimes you just got to have to, you just have to take that leap and just do it, even if it's not going to be perfect. Otherwise, you're never going to 
do it. Definitely. Like if you wait for the perfect moment, you're never going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause there's never going to be a perfect moment. Right. You just got to jump in fire ready aim. <laughs> uh, so thinking about, uh, you know, obstacles and, and like some of the stuff you've gone through and, uh, the people who are listening to this conversation say there's somebody listening that are facing some of their own obstacles or hardships. What uh, like advice or encouragement would you give to somebody that's kind of going through a hardship right now to uh, help them push through that? There are so many different types of hardships. Oh yeah. Let's to generalize it. it it's, <laughs> uh, it's always, I could say something like it's always going to get better, but it doesn't get better without work. <laughs> it yeah. does take work. It takes, it takes getting over fear. And once you get over that fear, you push that fear to the side and you, you know, just ignore it. it it'll be easier. And once you overcome or once you take that leap of faith, you'll be so happy you took it and you'll feel stronger and empowered. And that is the thing that separates the weak from the strong for real. It's not having physical strength or being mentally strong. It's just being able to make that decision like, no, I'm not going to let fear stop me from doing this. And it's just do it. If you're thinking about something, I, I do not remember what book this is from. God, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a book I was listening to. I'm really big on audiobooks and podcasts. So, uh, but it was, um, I've been using this five second rule for half of this year, basically. And it's like, if you have to think about it and you're, you've got, you're going back and forth between something, just give yourself five, count down from five and just do it. The hardest thing, the easiest thing to make is a decision and the hardest thing to do is live with it. So just do it. Yep. I know exactly. It's a, I think the book is five second rule and uh, by Mel Robbins, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think that because I've read that book and I know exactly what you're talking about. And like, that's super, that's super helpful because like, it's easy to like, because like, I think if it's a, we're talking about the same book that she, she like talks about even just like laying in bed and like your alarm going off and just like okay i'm going to count down from five and then i'm going to get out of bed and you just go five four three two one and then just do it and like you're more yes, prone to do it cool. counting down it, it works yeah it does <laughs> it absolutely does yeah so what so what made you uh called your Sorry. What made you call your podcast the Brood Life? If I oh ask. yeah, so I'm a coffee, I'm a coffee snob. So <laughs> uh, I love I love coffee, and that's a great question. I love coffee, and uh, my my biggest. So I, I I have like a coffee subscription. I grind my own coffee beans and brood every morning. Like I'm big into coffee, and I love good coffee. But one of the things I also love about coffee is like the conversations that people have over a cup of coffee. And so there's such a lack of, especially, I mean, even before COVID happened, especially now with COVID, but before COVID happened, there was still a lack of just getting together with somebody and having conversa having conversations, even if you didn't agree about things, like just having a conversation face-to-face, -face, because when you are able to have a conversation face-to-face -face and listen to each other, it humanizes the other person instead right. of putting them in this box of a, a bad guy or they don't agree with me um so that's kind of what what it is like i just want i love coffee and i just want to have you know conversations uh, with people uh, from all different walks of life and i think that we can all benefit from that definitely yes 
<laughs> so on that note, when, can you tell us more about your own podcast? Like what, what do you do? What's it about? Uh, my podcast is called Unrelenting Humans, and I interview adaptive athletes and injured athletes mostly about overcoming, you know, their injuries and just the mental stuff along with the physical. And I've talked to a few other people that don't quite have, you know, physical limitations, but, you know, like mental with PTSD and stuff like that. Sure. Because everybody has different things that they have to overcome. So it's yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I also starting another one. Uh, oh, okay. It's called Black with Endurance. Um, it's basically about Black athletes in endurance sports because in endurance sports, it's a, a predominantly a white sport. And so we want to highlight the, the Black people in that sport. So, well, if they get more exposure, then they'll be more known and be able to be pros instead of, because there's like very few black pros in endurance sports, which is like okay. marathon running, triathlons, uh, long distance swimming and stuff like that. But yeah. And do you, and like, and hopefully that exposure will encourage other, uh, other black athletes to become endurance athletes as well exactly yeah. and the children to see that instead of just football and basketball yeah and yeah because most of it is exposure like i i didn't know that those type of sports existed as a kid so sure i was like it was like cheerleading softball volleyball what, what do you do <laughs> <laughs> so, no and, that's great that you know and uh i'm completely unrelated but that i uh, last my last season i did a uh well by the time this airs will be two seasons ago i did uh, an interview with some friends and we were talking and asking the questions they were talking about uh their experience of being a person of color in like predominantly white churches yeah. and uh but that was one of the things that kind of came up is that well like uh the two guys that were part of that they both played soccer and they were black men and everybody expected them to play basketball and there just wasn't that representation there. They're like, we, I don't even, I'm not even good at basketball, but you know, <laughs> like, but like, but yeah, that's good. Like just having that representation out there is so important. It matters. Yes, definitely. There's um, a triathlete named Sika Henry and she's, she's a black triathlete. She's still trying to get her pro card, but she got in an accident like the end of last year, but she came back, like she thought about quitting because like she got in an accident and had to have surgery on her face and mm. stuff on her bike. And then she came back because of everybody that's watching her. Like so many young black girls are just watching her and seeing her and being encouraged. And that's, that's a really big deal right now. Like just being able to be that representation in a place that doesn't have it. And the people that are watching you get inspired, just like Camilla Harris um, being VP. Like it's- right representation matters so yeah 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 absolutely so <clears throat> how can people find you or your podcast online um well you can find my podcast uh on apple podcast spotify almost anywhere you listen to podcasts uh look up unrelenting humans and on instagram at unrelenting underscore humans i am Lonnie Woods. My Instagram handle is evolution of 
evolution underscore of Lonnie, but my website is evolutionoflonnie.com. And I mean, yeah, everything is there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I, uh, the last question I have is because my podcast is a brewed life and I love coffee. Uh, what is your drink of choice when you go out for a coffee? <laughs> I don't drink coffee. It's okay. The last I, person I can ask I, it and drink coffee either. Not everybody. Oh, does. really? Okay. Yeah. I drink chai tea. So I, I know I'm going to get a chai latte <laughs> with uh, coconut milk and extra uh, caramel. Perfect. That's my wife's favorite drink is a caramel chai latte too. So Ooh. yeah. So yeah. Tea is brewed too. It doesn't have to be coffee. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing a little bit about you and your story. And I uh, definitely, if you're listening, go out and check out her podcast and uh, what she does. And uh, yeah, I'm just, this is going to be encouraging for people to hear. And like we, you said, representation matters. And uh, I hope that this brings some more representation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure being on The Brood Life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. All right. Have a good night. Oh, wait. Thanks again for listening to The Brood Life. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you got something out of it or you feel like somebody that you know may benefit from listening to today's conversation, please feel free to share this with them however is best for you. Email them, text them, share it on social media. You can find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram uh, under The Brood Life Podcast. And if you haven't already, please go out to your favorite podcast platform and make sure you subscribe rate and review thanks again for listening and we will see you on the next episode